Peter Pan, Cadence Baker. Start this out like this, and coming up next, we're gonna talk to her. It's a big morning here in Muscle Shoals. We'll give you details after this. Don't leave my love. I don't want you to go. So stay here, my love. Now I want you to know. Baker joining us live, real time, in studio right now. Cadence, what's up? Oh my gosh, I know, this is so crazy. You're here, your your song is played on the radio behind you. I mean, what's what's the feeling right now? Um, I walked in and I was like, <laughs> hear my song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's so weird. I mean, I know I put it out for people to hear, but yeah. I never would have imagined it on the radio. <laughs> I know. Well, here it is, and it's deserving, too. I mean, this sounds... We're, Claire and I were talking about it yesterday, being such a good fit. It's, it's a ballad right now in we a time when we need one. Aww. Yeah. This is if this is a great time for a Peter Pan film to show up, right? Yes. <laughs> here we have something for you. Um, So about it, can we start there before we get into the depths of things uh, with The Cadence Baker, a Muscle Shoals area artist, but where where, where can we pinpoint the location you being originally from? So I'm originally from Florence, but you know, everyone who is from, you know, Florence, Muscle Shoals, Sheffield, just going to be everybody. Yeah. It's, it's the Shoals. You, you claim it as the Shoals. <laughs> so I claim it as the Shoals. Um, I started out living in Muscle Shoals and then moved to Florence, so i um, been in Florence most of my life. I love that, though. Um, you know, uh, just the Shoals area, you being deep-rooted here, it meant a lot to, I guess, everybody who was reaching out to you. Like, whoa, you're, you're part of our family. We're so small town that Definitely. that we couldn't help but but be right there with you going forward into into the world of Hollywood. And you opening that up for all of us. We felt like we were, we were right behind you. You were leading that way as our guiding light. But 
when you got there, you delivered a song kind of in the midst of all of that. Was was Peter Pan part of the path or was it something that you already had ready to go and it felt like a good time? So I actually wrote this song when I was 15 and I'm 19 now. Mm-hmm. Just released it. Wow. Oh <laughs> and my gosh. so, you know, being a girl, you always have that you know, first crush mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah. Then you kind of get into the more serious relationships. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's not really necessarily about one singular person. Mm-hmm. It's more about the feeling of just a general relationship mm-hmm. and, you know, not being secure enough with yourself in mm-hmm. order to be able to be in that relationship. Yeah. So you have to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, I'm going to push these, take, take these aside. Yeah. These feelings. Yeah. But look at the relationship as a whole and know what I want and just go for it. Wow. It's a very, <laughs> very mature space for you to think, especially with, uh, especially at 15, years old. <laughs> 15 years old to bring it to, to now too. Cause you're, there are a lot of parts of adulthood that I'm sure like your parents are, are impressed by that. You know, you have to really shape yourself for the macro, the big picture. It's all yes. healing the micro. So you're good for the macro. Cause who's ready for a relationship for one? I mean, to take the serious aspects of it at 15, that's wild. <laughs> so for you to move that forward four years, that's a few lifetimes in our the pace of the way our time is moving. Yeah, I've always tried. I've always been a very mature writer. Yeah. Um, ever since I started writing, mm. um, you know, it was always about like relationships or like struggles and things like that. And I think it's because you know I had to grow up fast. I had to. Yeah. Had, my parents went through a divorce. You mm-hmm. know, I had to take care of my sister. Kind of, you know be there for her yeah. but also be there for myself yeah so it was kind of like you're both vulnerable together yeah, and exactly and it, 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 you weren't going to have a control of that timetable once right. life started happening around you right so leaving yourself available for things to take shape in your own way that's very creative the ingenuity behind this i know is something that that we've said it comes from a, a space of being an old soul this comes from a lot of wisdom uh why did 19 seem ready enough why was that the right time was it was it because of the moment or was it really because of of cadence's collection of of time um you know i've put out a few things here and there just kind of on youtube never really like actually put anything out on like apple music or spotify anything like that Mm -hmm. so we had the chance on idol they were like okay you have this time frame to put out new music if you want to do it do it now yeah and I was going through songs, I was talking with my grandfather, and I was like, I sent him like five different song ideas. Yeah. And then I always came back to Peter Pan because I had this really like, I had this old voice memo yeah. from literally when I was 15 of my dad and I just playing around with it. it sounds super different, but the guitar lick is still the same. Oh, wow. The little Yeah. It's still the same in the voice memo. And so I sent that to my grandfather and I was like, wait, idea. This is what I want it to sound like. Oh, wow. But the the melody and everything is totally different on the voice memo. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't even sound like the same song. Real, so because, I mean, you, we've heard you and your dad and, and you just perform some really, uh, for one, risky songs and also uh, fun songs, stuff with some drive to it. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. this takes a... a hard turn to the ballad space was that the space that you knew you could thrive in definitely i am trying to go towards more of the like contemporary country side of things mm, um, okay. i mean just being from alabama you know yeah it's, it's all around us it's <laughs> yes. hard to it's hard to fight off i mean you once you kind of get a get taken into it even katie perry mentioned she's the country's cool let's let's try it out let's see yeah. what the storytelling side of that is like so telling stories i mean that's that's a big part of it too i think uh when you were in that space so i want to go back to that moment where you were given this kind of provision to write and or at least put out an original song we noticed other artists i mean on idol were doing the same thing mm-hmm. how did you feel did you feel more in company of 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 yourself and like yes this is my moment to really express me or this is a moment i get to kind of collab with with people and see what other greats are pushing forward or was it a moment where you felt the responsibility of muscle shoals 
and moving the a representation to us into a, a limelight. Kind of, kind of both. You know, me getting to show like, okay, this is who I am. This is the kind of music that I'm going to make. Yeah. You know, and then also... I want it to be super good because I'm representing Muscle Shoals. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was definitely, there was definitely a little bit of pressure. Yeah. But at the same time, I was kind of like, you know, this is who I am. Yeah. Take it or leave it. <laughs> what's, what's wild is you naturally have that. And so many people from around here do where, where, yeah, we're on, we're operating and working as, as a young talent. I mean, to me, I, I take, a, I take a, about a 10 year we have a 10 year space between us at least, but still we're musicians and people of musicians. So you're constantly watched by people who put out number one records and stuff. So what in the world, who do we have to really look to? And are we anywhere close to being right? Cause these people make it look so easy. But when you were in that space, we all did, I think want to know what you were thinking, you know, how much of that was on your mind versus how much of, of propelling the cadence message forward and what you wanted to get across from your artistry was involved in your thought process through Idol? Um, it was definitely, you know, I always preach, you know, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Yeah. And that was kind of my thing on Idol was, you know, things maybe seem different on Mm -hmm. TV and seem like all this glamorous. Yeah. Here's your family. Here's these people that love each other. It's this campy. Yeah. But, you know there's also a space to where it's like that's that is who I am but at the same time I am my own person yeah it gets really real it it does the the lens is right there on you definitely does and you know it was always super hard having a camera in your face yeah 24 7 yeah (laughs) so when I did get the time to just be away from all that and settle down it Mm -hmm. was like okay I'm gonna write Wow. So I went back to my hotel room and wrote almost every single chance that I could. Wow. And so I think with some new stuff that's coming up, I that's definitely going to be the main kind of... We're going to get to hear a part of that story. Your emotions yeah. that you left behind on paper through that. Yeah. That's cool. Because I think that's really that's really the riveting aspect. So we were all wondering what you were thinking, you know, because we know that you get this just solitude to yourself about how what we're going to see. You know, some people who've seen the Hunger Games, it's like no nobody knows what's going on backstage, but they're put on a world stage mm-hmm. and you get to see a blur of the the lifetimes that mm-hmm. these people went through in that small amount of time and yes i feel like you went through lifetimes yes you got to know people <laughs> that you felt like you knew for 10 years that you knew in three mm-hmm. weeks and i don't know if you still hear from them how is your connection with that that group that you brought in like family i talk to them all the time you do so we all it was mainly the top 24 that that bonded mm-hmm. just you know intensely yeah and so everybody from that group we still talk in the group chat we yeah. like still FaceTime each other. We still call each other every single day. We still yeah. send memes back and forth, you know? Yeah. But um, it's just like they're family to me. Mm-hmm. And even though we all went through a lot of stress, it was still like we're all going through it together. Yeah. <laughs> you're all kind of so, approved by your own uniqueness. Right. This qualification <laughs> that you're like, all right, you guys are this far. And then America gets to really pull and move and shake your destiny. And we're all musicians. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was just like, you're living with a bunch of musicians for a month. Yeah. So it's wow. just music everywhere constantly. <laughs> yeah, and so was, you just bond through that. Yeah. This camp like experience starts to it show up then. Definitely felt like camp rock. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I mean, you have, you've got pictures with every, Everybody and stuff. What were some fun moments? Because you got you hung out with people from the likes of Lionel Richie and Katy Perry, and even Noah Thompson, who I'm sure you wrote and probably talked deep music with. Yes. What were some of those moments like? You know, I think one of my favorite memories is the first time we were in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we were still trying to get used to each other. Yeah. Um, but Fritz had asked everyone to, you know, come to his room and let's have a jam session. Huh. So we were like, are you going? Are you going? Are you going? <laughs> you know, just asking around and we were yeah. like, I'll go if you go. This I'm kind of scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming together. So, so we ended up all going and that was the moment that I knew. I was like, these are my people. Yeah. I was like, 
this feels like family, just like right off the bat. Wow. It was like, I'm definitely a musician. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Don't feel this way often, you know, and being a musician, being around other musicians really yeah. pulls out that musician in you. Yeah. And so it's like. The world became a little bit smaller or something. Yeah. In a way. It uh, was uh, it was really, really cool experience because we were all just singing at the same time, but singing different Singing like the same song, yeah. But singing different riffs and runs and harmonies, and just it was so cool to hear everybody just do their own thing, yeah. But it all meshed together, yeah, yeah. It was all, it was all, it all got its its approval before you even got. To, it was like a world class jam session, and nobody yeah. will get to hear that. But I you know, and see, those people, <laughs> those are those are the things that I wish that they would show on TV. Is yeah. because you don't see when we're in our trailers, yeah, acting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you open that up a lot while well, your lives online and you actually yeah. breaking down that barrier. This was one of the first years, I think, where everybody could be that socially inclusive. Did you feel like that played a role? And like you, you were you maybe thought, wait, I should do more of this. I'm meeting people that this is like people l- looking at me and loving me from the tens of thousands to some degree. You know, it was never like a people love me type thing. It was like people love the connections that yeah. were made. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing that people like on Idol is that the connections that you make while you're there Mm -hmm. and your growth, Mm -hmm. how much you grow. Yeah. And so I think they they get kind of interested in seeing that aspect of it. And so I was like, oh, okay, people aren't just here for the glitz and glam of it Mm -hmm. and the votes and everything like that. They're here to get to know me. Yeah. And get to know everybody around me. Yeah. So I'm going to open that door, you know, and I, I yeah. got a lot of hate for it. Which, From people who knew you, you don't normally do this or that. Or well, it- no, it was, it was more like just random people on social media being like, if you wouldn't have gotten on social media so much, maybe you would have won oh. or things like that. And it was yeah. like, mm, no. Yeah, maybe you <laughs> no, think that, but no, no. I mean, you can think that if you want. It's yeah. not going to hurt my feelings. Right. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, maybe understand what's going on before you comment something like Yeah. That. And the social cues are wildly different from what it's, they're... It's so different. And, you know, there were actually time periods where they were like, hey, maybe you should go live. Or maybe yeah. you should post a TikTok. Or maybe, like, it was, yeah. you had to post content. And yeah. a live was part of content. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, okay, this let's, is easy. I just get this. to sit and talk with my friends yeah. on a live and do whatever. Yeah. I think you're opening that up to a lot of people. We're making yeah. that okay. Which, you know, you've probably seen this in the news lately about people like Halsey who feel like maybe they have to fabricate that space, or at least from a label's perspective. Did that even come about? Because even, even Claire in the studio, she was strumming up some things to ask you here in a few. And she's, of course, Miss UNA right now. And she goes through this whole like pressure of maybe having to provide content to, to get, get across points and get across the human side of you. Did you feel like that was... A requirement for your instincts being in that big room of American Idol stage. You know that to people. There's, it was always super hard because it was like, okay, we are set up and we're treated like these big celebrities. Mm -hmm. But when I would come back home, you know, it nobody. I'm not gonna say like acted like it was a big deal because it is a big deal, but like. It was so different because when I was in LA, I'd get stopped on the corner. Oh, wow. Yeah. People were waiting to find this celebrity. Exactly. It's the Rolodex of who's who right. was going on. Yeah. Right. And so when I came home, not necessarily when I got eliminated, but you know, we would have to take breaks. So nobody, like everything, like Hawaii. Yeah. Like that was pre recorded. Yeah. Everybody, like I came home, you know, then I went back to LA. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. But it, it's just weird because. I was having to show one side of myself, but also stay true to the hometown girl that I know that I am. Yeah. And so I think also doing those lives and, you know, just getting to talk with people from my hometown who were showing support on those lives. Yeah. And then also just, you know, talking to my family back home. It was like, okay, this is a little bit easier because this kind of, again, opens up a door to let people see who I really am instead of just who they see on screen. Yeah. 
Do you think that would have helped you regardless? Like, had, had you been in that space, did that kind of flip the switch for you getting to the grand scale of, wow, I know what this, I know why the, people, the celebrities are doing this. I know why people make so much connection. Or was it something that you would have found on your own, do you think? I mean, to, you know, to be in front of people and be so personable. I definitely see now why celebrities act the way they, that they do. Yeah. Because I didn't, you know, I always thought, you know, I'm going to be a singer one day and I'm going to, have a record label and I'm going to da 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 you yeah. know do all this stuff mm-hmm. but I don't think I realized how hard it was and mm-hmm. how fast you had to mature yeah because going into it I was 18 yeah yeah freshly 18 yeah ready or not <laughs> and, yeah mm-hmm. and then I turned 19 during the show yeah. and it was like okay I'm, I'm kind of seeing kind of seeing the works of it now yeah. Because it is stressful. Yeah. It's definitely stressful. Yeah. Having cameras in your face, having hair and makeup done at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. having people check your inners, check your mic for you. It's like, it's insane. Yeah. It's like you're, you get super stressed. And like, there were times where I'd like text my mom and I'd be like, Mom, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. Oh. <laughs> She's yeah. like, you're going to, you, you just keep your head up there's always a silver lining yeah. you're gonna get through it you know things like that and that really helped but I definitely see why fame is so hard mm-hmm. is because you have different people tugging at you from all different directions yeah it's crazy how much more set up it was in the past to be famous to now people are instantly famous and they may you know run the car all over the road but you really you really did go through like a boot camp of of a setup of how to be and i feel like even from the likes of people who haven't won american idol but people across the the scale of people who've been on the show that are famous right Mm -hmm. now doesn't that give you a good sense of optimism that your bag is packed it does you know one of my favorite artists is tori kelly and so you know she didn't even make it past hollywood week yeah so it's crazy to see how big she is now Mm -hmm. and see how far she made it but then see how far i made it on the show yeah and so it's like Wow. It's gonna be me one day. I know. <laughs> it's really I know. Cool. I've, and I felt like I felt like everybody, at least nowadays, now that we've learned and lived and seen the lifeline of American Idols, you've this is a bet the best time to be in that spot, and you really are just supercharged by that going into the future. It definitely is, and you know, especially being at the age that I am, mm-hmm. being yeah. nineteen. You're ready to go. In 2022. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> On mean, the 20th season of American Idol. Like, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Was there a big age divide between everybody? I, don't, I, I watched some of it, but I didn't really focus on the numbers. Like, you hung out with those people, so it might have felt like everybody not, was all the same. Not really. I mean, you know, you had your minors, but, like, they're all, like, 16. Like, the age range went from, like, 16 to... I'm going to say 25. Yeah. 25, 26. What was a, something that you found out that was a mutual mentality with everybody? Like maybe something that you thought, I see what they, I see why they cast this person or why, why this, we all have a little bit of this going. Did you ever have that? It's that definitely the stories. Really? Um, you know, they want different stories, but they also want everybody to have one thing in common and it's how much they love music. Yeah. I love Because, that. you know, my duet partner was Cole. Yeah. And... His story was about family. Yeah. You know, my story was about family. Yeah. So and they, they put us two together and they were like, okay, I we're going to pick this. from these two. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Because oh, I met I Cole that. in Nashville Yeah, on my first audition day. Mm-hmm. And he was actually like, my dad was just riffing over what he was playing on the guitar. Yeah. And then I came over there and I was just kind of doing some runs, just kind of, you know, just yeah. something like that. And he was like, oh, wait, you're really good. And I was <laughs> like, thanks. Oh, wow. Yeah. W- was there, was it, was it a connection like that you had, did you had to anybody, even like Noah who won that you thought they're going to win? Like they just got everything in the world. Oh, I, I had a feeling Noah was going to win from the first day I met him. What gave you that sign? Um, just his personality. Really? I don't know what it was. I, like, I remember telling my mom, I was like, I don't really think I'm going to win. She was like, why are you saying that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that about? Yeah, I'd tell my family. I was like, mm. I mean, if I win, I win. But if I don't, it's not a big deal. And they're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> they were like, what are you? that right now. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? And yeah. I was like, 
I think Noah's going to win. Really? How early did you think that? Hawaii. Really? Wow. Yeah. Right there at the beginning. You I just remember, had this feeling. Yeah, I remember texting my mom and I was like, I think Noah's going to win. Was she's he like, not? Was well? What did she say? For what was her reaction? She's like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, I don't even think like she was like in the headspace to know what I was talking about yeah. because there were times when I would just like be laying in the bed, like when we had our off days. Mm-hmm. I just start thinking, and I was like, "I was gonna win." <laughs> it just came to you. This yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Nothing triggered that. Nothing at all. triggered it. It was just Jesus. like no, I was gonna win. Wow. Well, <laughs> your thoughts are you're really <laughs> thinking about the future. It was just like it was very like his story. You know, he's got a great story, mm-hmm. but he's also a really good guy. Yeah, seems like he is kind of naive about his goodness. Yeah. Is he is he aware? Is he does he operate modestly, or do you think? He knew he's, he was a great musician. He's very humble. That's. Cool. I mean, he know. I feel like he knows he's he's good, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know the extent of how good he is. Yeah, and that's I think that's yeah, that's the beautiful thing about yeah. it. And I think that's what really pulled America in for him. Yeah, is that wow. that aspect of being like, yeah, but could I actually do it? And then seeing them do it, and it's like, oh. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> puppy eyes for all of America to see. Yeah, I mean, we but we feel that about everybody, and I think for your mom's defense is like, uh, you know, you're watching somebody that you don't know a thing about, and she knows everything about this guy, or knows so much more, and he's just there. Bop, bop, here's a guy with guitar on stage all of a sudden, and yeah, it's whoops. so funny because we would watch the show, and I'd be like, oh, mom, yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you about this, what happened, yeah, or what. Like what Nicolina said yeah. the other day. And, and she's then they like, love them for that. She's like, that is so weird to hear you just talk <laughs> about them. Yeah. Like, you know them. She was like, because you do. Yeah. It's like oh weird. <laughs> I bet. Like, that has got to be a whirlwind. And, and I know that you've got so much that, that they still don't know. And have you, you've probably watched it all the way back once or twice together. Yes. Have you seen it yet? I mean, it's, it's still kind of hard for me to watch after being eliminated. Yeah. Um, I haven't been watching. Oh, ever yeah. since I got eliminated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll go on YouTube and watch everybody's performances. Yeah. I won't, just, like, watch anybody's story or, like, what's going on. I'll yeah. just watch the performances. Yeah. Um, and then I'll text him and be like, hey, you did a really good job. I love you and I miss you. Yeah. And, you know, it's always like, love you, miss you too. I wish you were here. Yeah, like, Things yeah. like that. <sighs> um, That's good, though. But they're all so supportive. It's not, like, whenever I got eliminated, you know, me and Nicolina bonded the most there. Yeah. And we couldn't even look at it. We didn't look at each other. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> we didn't text each other. We didn't look at each other. The only time we looked at each other was at a press party with like E! News and everybody. Wow. Um, we did like a red carpet. It was really cool. Yeah. But um, we had like an after party uh, with the judges and everybody. Yeah. And um, they had like karaoke and... We got up there and sang Dreams by Fleetwood Mac because that's kind of like our song that we always sing together. Yeah. And um, it was like, okay, after this song, I'm going to leave. And I didn't even say bye because I was so like, it wasn't even the fact that I got eliminated. It was the fact that I was leaving a part of my family behind. Yeah. Like I had just left my family back home. And now I'm going to have to leave this family in L.A. And it was just like... That's devastating. Ah. It's losing something way too close, way too fast. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, well, yeah, you're trying to think about the moment still, too. So that challenge is just playing a tug of war on you. In yeah. Your brain and your I heart. mean, it's kind of like, to put it in perspective, I mean, say you move to a high school, your senior year, a new high school, your senior year, and you meet all these friends. Yeah. And, that, and then you have to graduate. And you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you're gone. A year. That's, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Um, well, I know you've got so much that you're still going to share. And I hope that this is still, after the after the show's finally over, you're still fanning those flames and you guys are still nourishing that connection you got in the group text and stuff. Definitely. At, at some point, everybody's going to just go further and further. The branches are going to grow and it's going to open up. But yes. while the space is here, it's amazing to hear you being so close to it. And I know Claire has prepared a few questions to ask you too, because she and I have been rooting for you We've this whole so time. We've been so excited to, to finally meet with you. And it's yes. so good to actually have you. <laughs> 
you here today. Thank yeah. you for being Thank here. Thank you. Yeah, take you it talk away, a man. lot about family, and I love that so much. You know, you talk about being in Muscle Shoals and your connection with the Muscle Shoals family and then with your family, and now your American Idol family. So you talk about your song, Peter Pan, mm -hmm. and how you texted your grandfather, and it's just, you, you have a lot of family involved. So how does how does that go? You know, having family involved in the music business is kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> because they want what's best for you, but sometimes, since they're family, they, they're kind of harsh. <laughs> they're kind of brutal about it. But, you know, you got to take that with a grain of salt, and you're just kind of like, okay. Sometimes that's the best part about family is that they're the one person you can go to mm -hmm. and say, hey, I need honest feedback right now. Definitely. I've, I've gone to my mom, my grandfather, my dad, like so many times and being like, does this sound okay? Like, yeah. does, is this like, be honest with me, is this awful? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I'll be like, it's not your best work, but... Nice try, though. A for effort. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool, though, that they know you from the beginning of time. Yeah. And there's that. And you've got your dad out on stage with you, but, you know, you talked a lot also about your mom and how you text her with updates and say, hey, mom, you won't believe what just happened. And it's so great that you have her there. Mm -hmm. What was it like? How did she support you through all of this? You know, she supported me a lot. I mean, every second I'd call her, she'd answer the phone doesn't matter what time it was it could be one o'clock in LA and then like three back home and she'd answer the phone no matter what I actually got sick during Hollywood week <clears throat> I don't know what happened I was like throwing up blood wow I was no not way. okay and um I called my mom and my dad and I was like I don't know what's wrong with me like I'm not okay and the next day my mom was in LA Oh, oh wow. shout out to mom. Yeah, major <laughs> mom moves yeah. right there. Wow. Well, that, that's, yeah, serious, like, that, that's a serious reminder that it's not nowhere, no distance is too great to be yeah. there, but having her back, did that set you back any with your optimism for the rest of the game? A little bit, because the next performance that I had, like, literally the next day was my showstopper performance, which set which, you know, if I did good, it would put me into the top 24. If I did bad, I wouldn't get in. Yeah. So it was kind of like a 50-50. It kind of had, it was a little blessing though, having her there then for that it, moment, It definitely right? was. Like, thank goodness. Like, it was, it was super hard because, you know, I had gotten sick and like told all the producers, everybody, I was like, hey, like, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. I can't do this right oh, now because I was no. in the middle of filming. Yeah. Whoa. That's such a hard I was break. The, so. Yeah. I was in the middle of filming. And then my story producer, Nate, I was like, man, I'm about to get sick. Oh, like no. they were literally filming me. Yeah. And I was like, no, like cut the cameras. Like, I, like I'm about to throw up. Oh, <laughs> like, my this goodness. is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. 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 Cut, 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 cut. Yeah. And I went and that's when I called my mom yeah. and my dad. And I was like, hey, um, yeah, I'm not okay. Yeah. <laughs> got a Hollywood sickness happening right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they call it Hell Week for a reason. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You're right. And it really, so it really was. It just was such a boost, too, too much of a boost oh, yeah. in a way. Well, like, I, I got sick mm -hmm. and they took me back to the hotel, got me meds. I slept for two hours and then I was in a rehearsal room. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Show <laughs> yeah. business. Hollywood. Show yeah. business. That's Golly. show business for you. Wow. Um, well, it was definitely a lot, but you know, I was like, it's so funny because I was, I remember I was texting my dad or I was either texting my dad or I was on the phone with him and I was like, I want to quit. It's like, I really want to quit right now. He was yeah. like, you can't quit. You can't quit. You can't quit. Yeah. And I was like, but I really want to right now. He said, just cause just this one minor setback, you're really going to throw it all away. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's like people look at you and they're like. She's so lucky. Cadence is so lucky. But what they don't see is the hard work that you've put in, the blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Literally blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. The yeah. resilience. Yeah. And the requirements for that that like that people don't really realize. Well, your especially pressure at 19 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's different when you go out there and you're like 25, 26. Yeah. Even though it's not a lot of years difference, but it's still like 
still a teenager. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just walked out of high school and here yeah, you are. Yeah, literally, like I didn't even go to college. I was just like, um, this. it literally fell into my lap. I was supposed to move to Orange Beach for a theater thing because I used to do theater. Yeah. And I'd gotten the lead role in a musical wow. and everything. And it got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. And is... then my grandmother sent me the link. She was like, hey, um, here's like the American Idol auditions, like, why not give it a try? <laughs> this is something cool. so yeah. subtle that blew Liter- all the no, way No, literally up. just texted me the link. <laughs> have you revisited that? Did you have you gone to your grandmother and said, "Look, like you changed my life." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was, I was actually texting her the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "She like she always sends me songs that she wants me to learn," um, and I'm like, "Thanks, by the way," because if I wouldn't have had that link. Um, I wouldn't be here right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I would not be, you know, going viral on YouTube. Yeah. And, you know, putting out singles and doing all this. It's like really weird to wow. think about that. It was literally a link. Such a big, big, yeah. big moment, big full circle moment. And I'm sure she feels just all kinds of shockwaves by it. You oh, know, well, having she, seen I you. think she was the most shocked person when she found out I got a golden ticket, she which I mean, I've got which, ourselves into fun fact. Um, I was actually like not supposed to tell anybody that I got a golden ticket. Yeah. Like as soon as I got it. I FaceTimed my mom. Wow. And they could hear her screaming. Oh, and they're like, no, it's gotten out. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's honestly what happened. They were like, no, 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 no. They took my phone. They were like, this family can't. No, wow. No, 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 no. Yeah. And my mom literally went and hid in the pantry. So other people didn't know. <laughs> she was just, she didn't want anybody to see. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And everybody was like, what is it? What is it? She was like, nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> and like, go, went and locked herself in the pantry. As a mom, you know, to have your 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 flower your baby blooming and and, yeah. and everybody's about to know all this stuff for you to have to suppress that oh wow and yeah for you cadence though to to have that though to, to cherish forever that's huge you know and mm-hmm. and and you you've got that relationship and companionship with your grandmother and there's this this part about it that it just goes to show you that there's an example there that anything is possible mm-hmm. and that's so so cool and to bring it back home i know you've got so much that you're just lightly unpacking beyond this whole great experience and to get it forward to get us to that next stop what what would you say is is shaping the future most because of that experience because you went there what what is your step what is motivating you to step forward what's inspiring tomorrow for Cadence Baker? You know, it's definitely, I got a lot of exposure. And so, I mean, when I started out the show, I had like 2,000 something followers. Mm -hmm. I'm now at 26.8K. Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah. It's, it's super weird, but it's like, okay, now that I've got, I've, I have that platform. Yeah. Now it's time to actually go out and show every bit of me. And, you know, just show them what I got. <laughs> yeah, just keep on being you. Exactly. Keep keep reflecting. And what's crazy is you know history is going to be watching you for a long time now, and you do have an opportunity now that was different from a lot of artists your age 10, 20 years ago. Where we're leaving this recording out there for the world forever. Mm-hmm. You know, you get right. to look back at it later. Everybody else does too. And then maybe five years from now, when you've got a hit record, and mm-hmm. even this year when you've got a hit record, it's like. Here we were, and here we sat, and we we got through all the resilience. Everything that that you earned along the way from the stripes from American Idol is is paying off because you were forging that way for yourself. How do you feel now, at least you and Peter Pan, and the future ahead of you? When to your back? What is forward? What is coming up next with the music? So I am actually playing a few gigs and festivals. Um, This Sunday, I'm playing at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, for the veterans, you know, memorials. Uh, yeah. Little. Remember shindig. the veterans. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's uh seven fifteen to like eight fifteen. That's what time I'm going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna do like a little solo set. You know, nothing huge. 
Um, yeah. Just kind of, you know, hometown, hometown little vibe. Um, is there going to be originals embedded in that set, or is this covers? Oh, yeah. Original? So I'm doing some covers, and then I'm also doing some originals. I try to, you know, keep it 50-50 yeah. to where people are going to know some songs. Mm-hmm. But then also I get to show them what kind of artist I am. So yeah. it gives them a little taste of everything. Yeah. Um, but then June 24th, I'm playing at the Helen Keller Festival. Yes. I'm headlining. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my gosh. I've, I've never been a headliner for a festival. Wow. So it's really weird, you yeah. know, especially in at 19 town. years old. <laughs> at 19, and yeah. right here with everybody that knows you, you're going to be in great company, but mm-hmm. you've got a chance to bring everybody in and give Definitely. them a big music And Tristan's going to be there too. Tristan. Yes. Oh my gosh. So you're you're kind of bringing people out that you've, you've met and worked with. That's, yes. That's what we need. I think that you being a networker in that way for the community is going to mm-hmm. going to open up this world to people who don't know a lot about how connected to music we are. So yes. you're going to be an ambassador, I think, big time just for the music scene for years to come. Uh, what is it, though, that you took that you wanted to get across from American Idol that you're you're planning to put into music forward? Because even in Peter Pan, you gave you gave that edgy side, those, those long notes that are in this really distant part of your range and in a really unique spot. Mm-hmm. You're awesome at that. Thank You've you. got a great belt, a great range, and a lot of versatility. We we see it in Peter Pan. We were just all struck by it in the audition mm-hmm. tape. And then everything there, you kept that consistent, but you can. You've got that musical genetic uh, blessing, but beyond that, you've opened it up for yourself. Mm-hmm. What more of that? Or, or anything else that you intended to do that maybe I'm missing, do you plan on bringing into the future? You know, it's definitely um, more of the belting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot, like a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, but also, it's, it's so funny because I tell people, you know, I write so descriptive that it's vague. Yeah. So, you know, everybody can relate to it in some way. Yeah. So I think it's more of... I've, I've always said, you know, I want to write things so people know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so everything that I write, it's going to be kind of, you know, it will be about my experience on Idol, experiences with other things. But, you know, it won't be put in a way to where it's like, oh, that's about Idol or yeah. that's about whatever. You know, it's, yeah. it'll be like, oh, I can really relate to this because it makes me think about so and so. Yeah. It's connected to change, even. Exactly. You know? And so that was the biggest thing for me on Idol was having people relate to me. And, yeah. you know, not everybody has a Grammy Award winning grandfather. I know. And a musical background. Yeah. So it was kind of that, it was kind of hard for me to kind of put myself in everybody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, how can I show people that? I'm just a, I'm just a hometown girl. Yeah. Well, you, know? you got a glimpse of level playing field, but you got to take all that right back to where the exactly. beginnings are. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's my main goal is to just, you know, yes, I have had a lot of exposure mm-hmm. and I mean, I've gotten the most amazing experience of my life Yeah. and it's only the beginning, but mm-hmm. also I'm from the Shoals. Yeah. You know? I'm and- a hometown girl. I still sit in my bedroom, play my guitar, play my piano. Yeah. I still work two jobs, you yeah. know, yeah. like it's not different. Yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of different when I, when I came back home just because I could be working for 30 minutes and I'll have five people come up to me and say, Hey, can I get a picture? Yeah. And it's kind of hard because it's like, okay, I'm trying to find the balance of being home, but also learning that I do have a following mm-hmm. so it's it it's still kind of hard for me to kind of go out and do things but I'm getting used to it yeah I'm kind of finding that balance um as I go and it's more like anxiety and stress that I struggle with because it's mm-hmm. like okay like I was not a, a social person at yeah. all yeah like but once this started like the whole idol thing started, I had to get out of my shell. Yeah. It belongs to everybody else. Exactly. In in an instant. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's kind of something that I'm working on right now is just, you know, relating to other people and learning that 
I am who I am, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, everybody knows you now. It's just kind of crazy and knows you for your great properties. And, and ready or not, it's it's awesome to now be prepared and be equipped with instinct and diligence. When you walk in the room, you're Cadence Baker, and mm-hmm. now you've just got this glow about you. You glow when you walk around, it's, and it's yeah. cool. It's definitely weird yeah. because I could be driving, too. Like, and and like I'll like you know how you, you're you're driving and then you kind of look over yeah and like, <laughs> but like I'll have people like like immediately staring at me and I'm like oh I just made really weird eye contact oh. with that person <laughs> it's like um do I wave do I like head not like what do I do yeah but usually they wave back gosh <laughs> I love that we have these little parts of you because I think that they're gonna just like grow and grow and continue to fester over time and and you're going to continue to make more connections as people are finally seeing you on stage and all that Mm -hmm. as we're wrapping up our last bits of time i want to leave enough to share the song once more but what can people expect beyond the performances coming up in the upcoming weeks and months is peter pan going to simmer for a while because i mentioned to you we're going to play it regularly here on my 1015 uh in representation of muscle shoals but also in in the person that we've been passionate about for weeks and weeks and months and months finally now landing in the chair uh what what can we look forward to maybe one single that you're planning to perform is there something you're writing what's on the way Def- peter pan will definitely be played um at most of my sets <laughs> um but i am working on some new stuff and especially you know now that i'm going towards the country side of things mm-hmm. um there's definitely some new stuff brewing really? <laughs> so would you say that what's next is country music yes 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 <laughs> that's that's guarantee you you yes. know what is next yes. and it's gonna be that well i won't give if we have a date this is my like civic duty to ask you what's the date for this this thousands of people that are tapping in right now and will be later do we have do we have maybe a time frame that you can let loose to everybody you know i haven't finished actually like writing it yet and i'm 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 very picky about my writing so once it's like okay I'll, i'll take like maybe like an hour to two hours to write it yeah but then it'll take me several days and weeks maybe even months to like go in and like be nitpicky about it yeah Yeah. mastering it fine oh yeah Yeah. i could i could say one word and i'm like "Mm, i don't like that yeah and it's it's the it's the musician it's the theater in you though that's like gotta get every one of these moments right it is so are are you gonna are you gonna record here in the studios around us are you planning to make uh your surroundings a part of your story as well yeah so um i recorded peter pan at noise block oh wow um but I'm kind of wanting to do, like, I want to put out kind of like an acoustic kind of alternative country type EP. I like that. So I'm going to try to do it from my bedroom. Okay. So So, a hybrid kind of space, but from your bedroom, from where it's most personal. Right. And I thought I had this idea like a few days ago, like I could call it like from the bedroom yeah okay like i don't know it it came into my mind i wrote it down in my songbook and i was like okay ep name from the bedroom what am i going to talk about yeah we're going back to this when we talk about it next because i like we're we're, i'm going to be like remember when we talked about this i'm going to run it back and let you hear it um so cadence we have filled up this hour and we only have time left to play the song do you have anything you want to say to anybody before we turn the page and play peter pan and get on into the real world um, I just want to thank everyone for the love and support. Um, it's honestly been what has kept me sane <laughs> during the show, you know, um, and just giving me all the hometown love. Um, it's meant a lot. So thank you and love you guys. <laughs> oh, we love you too. Cadence Baker, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear her interview back later on. And of course, we're going to play the song for days to come. You're now <laughs> welcome. You're part of the family here at My 1015. Uh, we thank you so much. And we've got no time left and only time to play the song. But Cadence, you're welcome anytime you know. And we're looking forward to all things next. All right. Now let's play Peter Pan. Claire, are we ready to move? Let's do it. All I right. want to hear it again. Let's get this last one in, and we wish everybody a great Friday on into a Memorial Day weekend. We're going to say peace out, everybody, on this note. Thank you for joining us, and thank, thank you, you Cadence. Thank you, guys. Don't leave my love 
lifts me off my feet again Peter Pan, won't you be my man Since every boy that I've loved I'm the one that gets sick of Peter Pan A love that never ends Whatever you do, I will love you